right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? Sean, what's going on, man? Man, nothing much. What's going on with you? Nothing much, man. We are back in the studio once again. It's a late night as usual, but I got energy. I'm ready to go. I'm raring to fucking go. And we're about to talk <laughs> about some Marvel stuff, man, and yeah, I'm excited. You should be excited. You're the Marvel expert. I'm super excited. You're pumped? Man, it's been a while, bro. We got a movie. We got a show to talk about. We got a busy schedule, man. You ready to get to it? Oh, let's do it. Let's, let's skip the small talk or straight into the stuff. Straight into the stuff, man. All right. So we had Loki wrap up and we had the Black Widow movie come out. Did you go to theaters to see it or did you watch it at home? Watch it at home. Me too, man. Watch it at a friend's house to be quite honest with you. I didn't even pay the $30. You just you just mooshed off somebody just else. Mooshed huh? off somebody else. Look, to be fair, I didn't pay the thirty dollars either. <laughs> somebody else paid it. I logged into their Man, Disney Plus and I watched us it. Marvel fans over here not supporting. Man, I'm telling you, look, they're doing all right though. Thirty bucks to watch it at home seems a bit steep. If I'm on the steep side, like, cause think about this, right? So, Suicide Squad when that comes out, it's coming straight to HBO Max. No additional fee required. You know why? It's nobody would pay for it. <laughs> Whatever. My first movie was garbage. Oh. I was paying for it. You don't think this one's going to be better? No. I think it's going to be better. It might be slightly better. We'll see, man. You know what? We'll only because it's hard to top such a horrible movie. It should be easy to top such a horrible That's movie. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to be worse than one of the worst oh, movies of all time. I see what you're saying. You're saying top it as in be Top worse. it as in bad, not top it as in good. As in good. Okay. Fair enough. I think it... I, we'll see. August 6th, which is like right around the corner. Like, it's not far at all. We'll be back here recording that episode not august 6th the day but that's when it comes out i didn't even know that no no dude it's, yeah it's right around the corner right. like tickets for the theaters i think went on sale tonight at midnight okay i'm gonna watch it on hbo max though <laughs> i was just thinking about how i'm not gonna buy those tickets. yeah no 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 Dude, I, I enjoy being able to watch it from home like with black widow there was a few scenes i like paused it i rewind it i watched it again Right. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I enjoy it. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy the cinema experience. It's great. It's lovely. It's wonderful. But there's something about being able to just lay in my own bed or just do whatever I want. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to get dressed. I don't have to do all this extra stuff. Like I'm just in the comfort of my own home. There is something to it. Yeah. I'll give you that. It's nice. I do enjoy miss enjoy slash miss going out to the theaters, but you know what? For this movie, I didn't feel like it was quite necessary. Yeah, I get you. I have to do it for this one. I get you, because I don't, I don't know if the cinema experience will be the same going forward. You know what I mean? Like I remember seeing Avengers, the first Avengers in theaters with a packed audience, like back when they were still doing actual midnight releases. Like I saw it at midnight. You know, not this like fucking seven p.m. the day. I like that seven p.m. on the day before. I mean, it's cool. But I'm not tired while I'm watching the movie. I, man, look, I would take a nap before and get up and go yeah, see I the enjoy, movie. I enjoy not having to do all that. I get that. But younger days, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess when you're an adult and you work a full-time job. I'm, and I'm you do old. Also, yeah, you do all this extra start shit. the movie at midnight? 
<laughs> what you mean? I should be finishing. Yeah. I should be wrapping up and getting to bed by midnight. Saying, man. I miss that. That means though. the movie ends at two and I still gotta go home. Dupe. Then I'm all Dude, amped up. Imagine seeing Endgame at midnight. That movie's not over until like 4 a.m. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, it was either it was either Infinity War or Endgame. I saw it. I think at like 12.30, and I didn't get out of that theater until about 3, almost 4 o'clock. Yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah, it's crazy. I bet. I took a nap before I went to go see it. I mean, I have to. Yeah. It was Infinity War. It was Infinity War. I saw that late. I think I saw it early. I didn't it was see, a I didn't hell of do the, Why did you do the midnight? I don't know. I think, I don't remember why. It's a hell of an experience, we though. We watched I really one of them together, it. didn't we? Endgame, I think. Yeah, it was definitely in game. game. I didn't. Okay. Hmm. Did we see Infinity War? The first time I saw Infinity War, I know it was, I wasn't with you. Maybe I saw it a second time with you. But I think in game that we I saw, saw it together. twice in theaters. I don't think I did. I saw it three times in theaters. Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it three times in theaters. I only saw in game once though. Right. I think we saw Endgame together. Yeah, probably. That makes sense. Anyway, back to Marvel stuff. I mean, we were on Marvel stuff, but back to other Marvel. Newer Marvel stuff. That's the old Marvel stuff. The newer slash older in the timeline. That's true. Good point. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start that's off. such a nerd joke. Yeah, it was. But that's what we're here for. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to start off with Loki, man. Loki's wrapped up. They moved it to Wednesdays. Six episodes. Get in, get out. What did you think of the show? Loved it. Me too. It was great. It was. It wasn't very uh, action-packed, but it didn't need to be. It definitely didn't need to be. It was... We talked about this, and like I'm jumping ahead a bit, but like the last episode, there was solid 20 minutes of them just sitting and talking. But by God, if it wasn't so fucking like... One of the most interesting conversations. Oh my gosh. Sitting on the edge of the seat, and all they're doing is talking. Edge of the seat, mouth open jaw to the floor i'm just like oh my what is going on what is this i was way more interested in that than any action scene that happened in that entire show so i mean listen, kudos off the bat like always we're gonna talk about spoilers i don't think we're gonna talk about the plot much we're still gonna talk about the shit we liked yeah yeah, so, yeah we, we can get through that definitely i mean there's a few you know as usual i, I took some notes yeah but for our listeners definitely don't don't listen to this before you watch it. Watch it True. and then come listen to us. Yeah, we, we don't do non-spoiler stuff. We just jump right into the shits and we, we, we get to it. You know what I mean? Yep. So here we are. On, okay, so between this, Winter, um, not Winter Soldier. What the fuck was it called? Falcon, Falcon and, and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. <laughs> you are wrong. WandaVision. Where, where, what's your listing? Because this one was my favorite. Loki, yeah, this was also my favorite. Yeah, this one was my favorite. You know, there was just something about the fact that, like, you couldn't quite trust any of the Lokis. Yeah. And you you also didn't trust the TVA. So you kind of watched that whole show not trusting anybody. Yeah. Which kept it super interesting. You know what? So I don't... There are definitely things that WandaVision did better than this show that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier did better than this show. But as an overall package, I think this... It's the better show. It delivered the most. You know, like the action in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, way better than Loki, right? Like that opening sequence of Sam fighting in the sky, 
I felt like I was watching an Avengers movie. Like it did not feel like a TV show action scene. Like, right. It felt like big budget movie action scene. Right. The suspense of like WandaVision of each episode trying to figure out what's going to happen next. What's going to happen next. What's going on. Fucking, you know, the, the Fox X-Men Quicksilver cameo thing. It was like, I mean, what? that was insane. What is happening, right? So suspense wise. You know, I've had that Ben Quicksilver. That yeah. might have been my favorite show. Yeah. So suspense wise, WandaVision was really capturing you, right? But this show, it has suspense. Maybe not as good as WandaVision, but it did have good suspense. It had good action. Maybe not as good as the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but it had good action. It had good character development. It had a good plot. I I liked all the characters. You know what I mean? Like, right. and yeah, you just kind of didn't know where it was gonna go, and it just it did a really good job at everything. I hundred percent agree. I really didn't think going into this, like I mean, right off, like early on when they were announcing the shows, I definitely this was the one of the ones I was kind of least excited for, and nah, one of the ones I, I didn't expect one. that much from. You know what I mean? I was excited because I, I love Loki as a character and all the movies up to this point. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was concerned of how they were going to do it because he had so much character development in his movies and then now we're going back to having... <laughs> now we're going back to having uh, Loki from Avengers 1. Right. And I was like, are they going to undo all this character development? But the, they did a great job... Why are you laughing, Sean? Keep going. Stop talking. Keep talking. <laughs> they did a great job. For our listeners, Nick's currently trying to kill a fly with his sandal. Look, man, this it needs to die. Okay, I'm sick of it. I'm <laughs> sick of this shit. They it's like to you're die. a mom taking their shoe off, trying to hit a kid, throwing it at a fly. I got it. I got it. Did you? Did you get it? I got it. All right, back to the show. Sorry. <laughs> I got it. But they did a beautiful job of just showing Loki his life. And like it's like he instantly got all the character development from it. And then we got to see him go beyond that point within the show. And you got to see him like, you know, not just want to be the god of mischief. You got to see that he cared for his mom. He cared for Thor all like in the beginning and just kind of build upon that. Yeah. Uh, it was extremely well done. It was very well done because we've seen each version of that Loki like experience these traumas. We saw how his mom's death affected him, right? We saw how, you know, in the end, he like, he wanted to try to at least help his brother, right? He didn't want to lose to Thanos, right? We saw these things, these beats happen. So to have that just play out for him and he's just like, oh shit, like I'm not. It made him realize a lot of things. Everything from I'm not as good as I thought I was to I'm way more. He really got a sense of his mortality. You know what I mean? He's just like, wow, like I was murdered. Like I was killed. Like straight up. My no trick got me out of it. Like nothing I could do prevented that. Like it it happened. You know what I mean? Like. So I've got been, a like, real sense of his mortality. How they mortality. took a step farther, and they had the when we saw the variant, the older Loki, um, and then be like, you know, I, 
I was able to like project myself so well that I convinced Thanos himself that he really killed me and I yeah. just hit his debris. But, you know, after isolating myself for so long, I missed my brother. Yeah. And like, I'm like, that's a cool little tidbit to have in there too. Like, a, like all the versions of Loki also like generally really cared for his brother. Right. Yeah. Though- kid Loki actually fucking killed. Killed his brother. Yeah. That's yeah. Killed right. kill, kid Thor. We're jumping ahead. So yeah. So altogether, this show did not go in the direction that I thought it was going to go at all, right? Right. Like based on the trailers, I was thinking this was going to be kind of like a fun little like time travel romp, right? We kind of because we kind of got that in Endgame. We got them kind of traveling through time and having not. I mean, they're not really having fun, but it's fun for the audience because we get some comical moments and. Stuff like that. We get to see some funny things like Captain America fight himself and right. talk about his own ass and Hulk having to walk downstairs. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking we were going to get more of that with just Loki kind of going through time and like solving different crimes and things like that. Because again, in the trailer, they set, they show us a scene where he's supposed to be like D.B. Cooper, right? And like then we see the scene of him like President Loki and like all these different uh, Lokis from different time periods, like a Genghis Khan Loki and like a whatever Loki, right? So I'm thinking like that's what the show is going to be. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. it's going to be like a fun little like him going through time solving these crimes. I didn't know who the villain was going to be, if there would be any at all. Like I thought right. it was going to be. But this show carried way more weight to it than I expect it like it had it had way more impact on the larger universe than i ever i mean this show more than the other ones yeah more than than any of them which is so crazy to me because that's not what i was expecting at all from this show so yeah man i I was like i was pretty pretty amazed by that i agree man (laughs) we're both over here in awe yeah pretty much what what can you say other than fucking bravo disney plus Uh, i know they're doing they're doing a hell of a job with these shows man um let's see some other things so loki's bisexual they just kind of threw that in there and you know what felt fitting it did of all the characters i was like yeah it makes sense i mean it 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 like threw me off at first because not because like I was jarred by the fact that he was bisexual or anything, but just because I was like, man, did they really just gloss over that? Like it was like it was yeah. nothing. Which I don't have a problem with. I actually prefer that they kind of did it that way and not make it like a big deal, right? In a, in a world now where we want to focus on like equality and inclusion, like it would make sense that we don't make like that big a deal out of the fact that like. There are bisexual right. people. There are homosexual people, right? Like, we don't need to make it a, a big to-do every time somebody announces something like that. But it did make me rewind it like, wait a second. Did they, they just They declare? just did it so nonchalant. They did. And I, and I was almost, I mean, obviously he didn't say the exact words like I'm bisexual. But she was just like, uh, I'm sure you have a bunch of princesses swooning over you. Or perhaps a prince. And he was like... Or she's like, or a bit of both. And he was like, yeah. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Hold on. I was like, okay. I think he said a bit of both. Yeah, did he? Yeah, you're right. She said princesses are princesses, and then he said a little bit of both. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, huh? I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Do you think Sylvie was also bisexual too then? Are all the Lokis um, bisexual? I don't know. 
You know, I think what's hard with Sylvie is it's clear that Sylvie never really had a relationship either way. I mean, I'm sure she generally had a preference. Yeah. But yeah. she didn't have a relationship at all. Yeah. Fair enough. How did you feel about, you know, Loki and Sylvie? Relationship? Relationship. So that's what I was, that that's what this was leading into. That's what I was going to talk about next. I, you know, I like to jump ahead of you just slightly. I know. <laughs> Look, man, it's, it's a bit weird. Right, it, but fitting for his character, right? That, that he would that, yeah, be in love with himself. With himself, like it's weird, but it's not because it does make sense because he is in love with himself. Like if he's gonna yeah, fall we, in we love with anybody, it's with himself. Right? Let's backtrack from this a little bit, All right. just for a quick a quick tidbit. Okay, so in the comic books, mm-hmm. there's a Loki, then there's Ragnarok, then Loki's dead. Mm-hmm. And there's a new Loki being reborn. And we repeat this process. Right. So, where I get a bit confused, mm-hmm. maybe you can answer this for me. All these Loki variants, are they happening because of this one timeline where there's a Loki, then there's a Ragnarok, then there's a new Loki? Or is it all the different timelines? Or is it both? The I whole think, thing confuses me. I think it's a bit of both. You so talking about like in the show? In the show. I think it's a bit of both. So it is Ragnarok, Death, New Loki. Because why would, if um, the one who remains, we're jumping ahead, but just for this conversation, the one who remains, if all he was doing was making sure that there was no branch timelines. Mm-hmm. However, like how at any point was there even a different version of Loki unless we were just following it being Ragnarok, new Loki. I see what you're saying. Dies, new Ragnarok, new Loki. So again, it seems as though we are jumping ahead a bit. So it seems as though the one who remains is aware that at some point in the history of like the the universe there then becomes a multiverse right right and his whole goal is in order to prevent a catastrophe he's trying to maintain the one universe and timeline that he knows will play out to be good but these other universes and timelines also exist. So I think what happens with a variant is when one of the Loki, there's still multiple universes and there's multiple Lokis and there's a Loki in each universe. And I think the timekeepers, right? Their whole goal is when one of them goes in a direction that they shouldn't have, they branch off and they do something that wasn't supposed to happen. That's when they step in and they're like, stop it. So I think it's, I don't think it's a matter of like the Loki, the Ragnarok, and then the Reborn. I think there are just like an infinite number of multiple universes, and there's a Loki that exists in each one that is taking a slightly different path from other Lokis, and that's how they end up becoming different. It's confusing. Oh, it's very confusing. Anything that involves time travel and multiple universes is confusing as shit. Right. But, you know, comics. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so much we can do. 
I like it better the other way. I wish it was just there's a Loki, there's Ragnarok, now there's a new Loki. That doesn't create multiple timelines though. That's just the same timeline. Which I which I feel like is more fitting to what was happening. Because the timekeepers were just keeping one timeline. Right. But there inevitably is other timelines. Right. And then obviously, right, so the only way to get pruned is because you're about to cause a new timeline. Correct. But that means that, so let's say, for example, Sylvie, mm-hmm. if she didn't do whatever she did, that we don't find out what the reason is, but if she didn't do whatever she did to get pruned, then a whole, then that t- our one timeline would have still exist with Sylvie in it. Right. Until she died in Ragnarok. Right. But we're saying that that's a different universe? Or is it the same universe with our, our Loki? So I think... Before Ragnarok. First, so first, I think that in the show and in the MCU in general, I think timeline and universe are interchangeable. I think every separate timeline is also a separate universe. At least that's what I'm getting. I don't think they're different things. I think they're one in the same. Okay. So like a new timeline creates a new universe, right? But let's, I'm saying that we're on one timeline. Right. If Sylvie Mm -hmm. didn't do. Whatever she did to get pruned. Well, she didn't. She was basically abducted from her timeline. Right. Right. But let's say, because, but they do hint to the fact that she, she was, she did or she was going to do something to create a new timeline. Okay. Which is why she's getting pruned. Right. It's not, it's not her existence that's getting her pruned. It's that she was going to do something. And she asks uh, the head of the TVA girl. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't remember anymore because it was so insignificant. Right? Right. But then that means that had she not done that thing, or there's another version of her already that's not going to do that thing, that's going to live her full time in our one singular timeline. And then Ragnarok would happen. And that version of the character is going to die. Mm-hmm. And then a new Loki would have happened. See, I think you're too focused on this Ragnarok thing. Because I don't think... Because every, that's the only way it makes sense. I don't think every version of Loki dies from Ragnarok. Our main Loki died from Thanos, not Ragnarok. He survived Ragnarok. But Ragnarok is the process of Asgard being reborn and all these characters being reborn. So Ragnarok while you is the necessarily of, don't have to die in Ragnarok, right? but when Ragnarok happens again, a new version of the character is going to be reborn. Where are you getting that from? Our general Marvel knowledge. What do you mean? Ragnarok is the process of Asgard being destroyed. Not necessarily things being reborn from it. Are we in agreement <laughs> that the Asgardian characters, particularly we're going to say Thor and Loki, uh-huh, Eventually die. So new versions of them get reborn. The other thing is Ragnarok is a prophecy more so for Thor, not really for Loki. But but regardless. If we're going to Even if I was gonna say the same thing about Thor. Right. In this one timeline, uh uh-huh. We would if there were other versions of Thor, 
Mm-hmm. We would be saying it's because Thor dies and then a new version of Thor is reborn. No, why would there be a new version of him? It's the same Thor. Because that's what they're... Okay, it's the same Thor, but the Thor previous from him dies. And that's why... Right, all right this, 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 is why this, this is why this was my understanding of this. Okay. Because Hela... And I'm jumping all over the place. I see that. But Hela is Loki's daughter in the comic book. Correct. But not the Loki that exists at the same time as Hela. It's the Loki from before Ragnarok. So the Loki that interacts with Hela, that's not his daughter. It's the Loki before him. Again, where are you getting this? This is 100% a thing. What? I'm not making this up. If I was making this up, kudos to me. That would be a sick comic book. (laughs) But I promise you, I'm not making this up. Which is why this whole thing is super confusing to me. So, first of all... That's why I was lost in the beginning. I don't think they're drawing as much (laughs) inspiration and information from the comic book as you are giving them credit for. But, I mean, I don't know. Because I'm confused now. You just confused the hell out of I me. Mean, all right. So, was your understanding that basically all these variants are just because they're stopping from other timelines, other timelines ever existing? So then, why? I think that's where I'll get confused. So then, why would Sylvia ever exist? Why would Sylvia make it to that little age kid? I'm gonna say ten. I don't know how old she really was. Why would she make it to ten years old? Why wouldn't the TVA be taking her out immediately? Because they only take them out when they've done something that dis- disrupts what the what he who remains has decided to be the definitive timeline that prevents the calamity that is the multiverse. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then are we saying that Sylvie's line timeline mm-hmm. and our universe because we're using it interchangeably right is different than loki's yes so we're saying that he's not keeping just one definitive line he's keeping multiple definitive lines and not letting the multiple definitive lines branch and make more no i think he's just keeping one I think his whole goal how does Loki is eventually to just get Sylvie to one. Ever exist together? Do you see what I'm saying? You see where I'm lost? So okay, so maybe it's not to just have one. Maybe it's just to have to not have any troublesome timelines. Or But I it don't know. is keeping multiple timelines. Yeah. Which is why we have all the different versions of Loki. Right. Yeah, I can live with that. Okay, all right. There we Did go. you do you see my confusion though? It's I confusing. Mean, it look, it's always confusing. Endgame was confusing as shit. Anytime you introduce time travel and multi universes, it's always confusing, man. It's comic book. Because I would say, uh, is Morbius Owen Wilson's character? Yeah, Morbius. Um, like I didn't think there was different versions of Morbius. I thought there was at one point Morbius did something that was going to create a new timeline and then was taken. But a same version of Morbius continued on the timeline as 
the way it was supposed to happen. I thought that's kind of how all the other variants worked. No. I know that's not the case. Once a variant is taken out of their timeline and their timeline is pruned, that's it for that timeline. Nothing else exists after that. So we're saying that there wasn't a version of Morbius that continued on. No. Because that's not true for Loki. Right? They prune where Loki was. But right. the, the, still, the events of all the other Avenger movies and Thor movies happened with Loki. The timeline continued I see, on. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So I, th- so I thought that would be true for all the characters. I'm just, I'm, gra- I'm fucking speculating here. But if I had to guess, I don't think it's true for all the characters. I think it's, I think they didn't prune that timeline specifically because of all the other, like, they even say in the beginning, they're like, all the shit the Avengers did was actually supposed to happen. They fucked with the timeline and all this other stuff, but it was supposed to happen. The one variant was Loki leaving that timeline so maybe because he actually left it they didn't have to prune the timeline they just needed to take care of him he wasn't doing when something because all they timeline. do when they prune the timeline is they take whatever that was affecting and change the timeline and they delete the, that thing and everything around it but they don't delete the whole universe mm. yeah i guess you're right well i guess in that case he was already outside of it so they didn't have to delete anything that was in there but you're saying so in Olin Wilson's or Morbius's point, you're saying when they took him, mm-hmm. Owen Wilson, wherever he was in the timeline, just ceased to exist from that point on. Yes. I disagree with you, but okay. So you think that there's a version of him that continued in the timeline? Yeah. That continued to do what was meant to happen. Well, their stories are also different, though, because they were specifically plucking them out and, like, brainwashing them to work for the TVA. I don't think there's Which a version of them that continues. I think there's still continue. another version of them that continues. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because that would mess with true. the timeline alone. If you just, all of a sudden, somebody exists and then all of a sudden didn't exist, what about all your loved ones? They're all going to react differently. I mean, what that, would have normally happened? Wouldn't that be a part of pruning that timeline, though? Like, the, to erase your existence altogether? I don't think so. I don't think all the people that knew Morbius also forget when he gets pruned from the timeline. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe that is the case. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad we dug into this. I feel like you're not feeling this conversation no more. But I feel like for our listeners, we definitely gave some stuff to think about. If you say so. I feel I like do. I like feel what? better about it. Do I don't know if I have feel like we really answered it, but we went about it different ways. We definitely did. We definitely to did. To me, it makes more sense of the Ragnarok theory. That they just die and are reborn? Why does that make more sense? Because then it makes sense why there's so many different versions. Because the show made it seem like all the one that was remain was trying to do was make one timeline. Right. But if there's all these other different versions, that means then that he is also a bunch of other timelines were existing and he was taking them all out. I think it's all just based on different paths. I don't think it's based on like... I don't know, man. I don't know, because there was an alligator, so 
Right. So was the alligator before Ragnarok or was the alligator in its own universe and they took the alligator out and destroyed the whole universe? Because in that case, why would you even let it start? It I think you need sense. to get rid of this Ragnarok theory. I think that's what's holding you up. <laughs> I feel like that's not as significant as you are making right. it out to be. But in even this taking show that out. So you're saying get rid of the idea that Loki dies and reborn. Correct. Okay, we get rid of that. Right. Then nothing makes sense. How does it not make sense? There's alternate timelines of alternate Lokis. Right. But if you were the one who remains, right. and you were trying to have one timeline, uh huh. why did any of the Lokis get to any age at all? Why do we have an old Loki? Why wasn't he immediately taken out? Why would you just be killing all the baby Lokis? Because that Loki didn't do anything to disrupt the natural flow of things until he decided to do something that would disrupt the natural flow of things. Right. But on a different timeline. So it's already multiple timelines. Slash universes. Right. But all the one was made trying to do is have one. Okay. So maybe it's not just one. Maybe it's, again, it's like he he understands. Because look, if we jump to... Because we're jumping ahead now, Sean. We were supposed to build up to this shit, and you just fucking went crazy. There's other things on here that we haven't even talked about yet. I make notes specifically right, for a reason, Sean. Let's get to the notes. And now, we didn't even talk about the fucking Thanos copter. You know how big of a deal that was? Did you see the Thanos I copter? I saw the Thanos copter. We were it together when we deal. saw it. Okay? Right. But people, people are confused about the Thanos copter. People I mean, are some people might be confused about that. If what I'm saying is much more confusing. There was a point in the comic books where Thanos flew around the fucking earth in a helicopter with his name plastered on the side of it, and it was called the Thanos Copter. Way before the Infinity Stones and fucking big spaceships, he was flying around in a regular ass helicopter with his name on it. Where did he get you know, it? it is we com- don't know. Was it a space helicopter? It is confusing. I don't know. That's it's super confusing. It's hella confusing. Was that on its own timeline? I don't fucking know. <laughs> And why was it at That's the end? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. I don't understand any of it, man. None of it makes sense. Why was there an I'm alligator Loki? I'm more confused Loki? now than I was before we started this episode. And we haven't even mentioned <laughs> Throg. Did you see Throg, I saw Throg. It was awesome. It's amazing. It was, it was one of my favorite things about I the rewinded show. That sh- we were together. I rewinded that scene like four times. I know. I paused it. I got right up on my TV. And I was like, is that fucking Throg in that jar? And it is. You know, I'm so glad that you brought Throg up before on this podcast. I know, I right? hope our I hope our listeners heard that episode and then saw Throg and knew what it was. I'm telling you, man. Fucking Throg. I wish they would have <laughs> gave him more of a scene. I wish. I heard, parent- I heard he had a scene that Chris Hemsworth voiced. Yeah, me too. He got cut. I, I wish we could have saw that. That would have been great. That would have been amazing. Anyway, okay, so how much time are we in on this because i feel like it's way longer than i thought we just have a whole movie to talk about we're at 35 minutes that's right a now. lot anyway <laughs> maybe we just have a lucky episode look and then we get to, we'll do a separate black widow episode look man i forgot we had a whole movie to talk about yes we have a whole fucking movie to talk about Sean. <laughs> he who remains king the conqueror right it was a king the conqueror though he Who Remains is an alternate version of Kang yeah, the Conqueror. Yeah, but it wasn't him. No, it wasn't the Conqueror Tired that we A lot of people calling him Kang. It wasn't Kang. It wasn't Kang. It was He Who Remains, which is a different version. But he said that. He said, look, 
at some point in the far fucking future, I figured out how to cross dimensions. I met other versions of myself in other dimensions. We fucking pulled our knowledge together and we did everything we could to better existence. But there was a few of me who was like, nah, I'd rather just fucking conquer this shit. Right? So he knows. Awesome. He knows. So cool that Loki did this. There's some fucked up versions of himself and there's some good versions of himself. And he's like, I got to stop the messed up versions of me from messing up everything. Right? So he is aware of all these multiple timelines and he knows the events that take place that cause the branch that creates, that gets to the conqueror version of him causing mayhem. Right? Right. Apparently, in a lot of these timelines, it seems like Loki is a just a big variable on making that shit happen. So a lot of them he has he has had to take out. He's like, look, that timeline is going where it was supposed to go, but you making this decision right here at this point in time, you gotta go. I gotta pull you out of there. I gotta let shit keep flowing the way it's supposed to flow. Or else you can mess it up. So I guess it wasn't just one timeline that he was looking after. It was a bunch of them. You feel confident about that? I guess. All right. I can't argue with you, but I feel like they didn't make that clear. Look, they're in the very beginning stages of this whole multi-universe timeline thing. So, yeah, I don't expect... But this show looked like it created the multiverse. How we create something if it already existed and we had all these other Lokis? I don't think it created it. I th- well, okay, so he- or because or maybe are all these Loki's from before the war? So here, here's what Was I th- that war in the future. I'm so confused. Now here's what I think happened. Each timeline existed separately. They did not connect or intertwine in any kind of way until the one who remains and his variants right his figured it out very future self in the 31st century figured out how to cross right right i think the whole again i think the whole thing is he needs to keep the all of these timelines on a certain path so that they don't get to the point that he's seen right but at the end of this show it seems like all of the timelines started to cross and that's what creates the multiverse now they're all connected in a way where it it is they can cross these universes and timelines without being in the 31st century like shit's just starting to just be a mess i don't know have you heard the wandavision theory where she's if you line up the two things and they yeah you hear that you want you want you want now that you explain it though Apparently, if you line up the last episode of WandaVision and the last episode of Loki, when she gets her powers, her true Scarlet Witch powers, that happens at the same time Sylvie kills the one who, he who remains, and the timelines start to branch and the multiverse is created. Like um, Agatha, right? Right. Says to Wanda at the same time, you have no idea what you just started or created or something like that. And it basically, 
So it, it wasn't just Sylvie killing He Who Remains that creates the multiverse. It's also Wanda fully embracing her Scarlet Witch powers that also causes these branches. Which I like that theory. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like it's it. It's a little bit more excellent on the WandaVision thing. Yeah, definitely. All right. You got anything else to say about Loki? There's a fucking season two. Season two. Crazy. Seemed like none of the Marvel shows were going to do it, and here we are. Man, I definitely didn't think. And then, again, out of all the ones, I was like, this is the one that gets season two? What are they going to do in season two? Got to deal with all the multiverses that just created. I guess so, man. This is my last crack at it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going off what you said. Okay. So we know that the variants of the one who remains were, did this all in the 31st century. Mm-hmm. Right? That's when they all started to meet each other. Some worked together. Some became conquerors. One who remains somehow ended up being the one to fix it all. But he did this by fixing the timeline throughout the whole timeline. So he, for lack of a better term, started dealing with the past make sure that his future wasn't going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Now sense. it is going to happen because Sylvie killed him. Right. So I'm now saying that there are multiple timelines. I'm nodding vigorously. But my Ragnarok theory was a lot more fun. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. All right. That's... Do you think they set up Kang to be... Uh, so again, this isn't the version of Kang that's the Conqueror, right? We, I mean, we see that that statue of him at the end, right? Of Conqueror Kang, which I'm very excited about. When when he first came on the screen, did you know who he was right away? I yes. I recognized it because I knew the actor. Yeah, I knew that because I, I knew like, this yeah, actor was going to be playing yeah, Kang. I'm like, cool. Did you think that that was going to happen? Because I wasn't sure. I know a lot of people were speculating that that was going to be the case, but I still was like, mm, maybe not. I didn't think it was going to happen. Me, I mean, yeah. in fact, right before that episode came out, I sent you that little clip of a theory that I liked, and I thought we were going to see old Loki in there. Right. Because it just felt more like what the MCU does. Yeah. But I like the fact that they went... I like the fact that it was King, but it wasn't. Yeah. I think that made it even cooler. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that they... Because... I mean, we talked about it a bit, and I'm just going to hit on it briefly, but when they first announced that Kang the Conqueror would be showing up in Ant-Man, I was like, ah, that makes me feel like they're going to make him like a, another throwaway villain, but this gives me hope that he will be the next big villain for the MCU, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, I saw this thing talking about, and this was not a theory, that because Loki was actually phase one's big villain right right where thanos was that was phase three yeah kang is gonna be the phase one but not the love the thanos level was what the theory was saying it's gonna be the low-key level villain Mm. and what this will lead up to i don't know who uh a new like within three phases thanos level gotcha who knows though i don't know if i like that i really just like the idea of him being like the the Thanos level. I mean, see them. I don't know. I can't remember if it's that he's in Ant Man or if he's the main villain of Ant Man. I don't know. And I feel like that matters. Yeah, that does matter. I'm not sure to be honest with you. I'm really yeah. not. Uh, but yeah, man, it's good stuff. I liked it. I like the other Lokis. I like how the old Loki was just like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. It's gonna make you. Ma- You're probably not gonna like me for this. It's gonna upset you. But Blaze are dumb. 
Like <laughs> magic is way stronger. They're shitty weapons. Like they don't do anything. All they're good for is stabbing. But if you focused on your magic, you could be way stronger. I really liked how he just like addressed that. I think when he, he's creating Nazgard and then uh, Loki's like, I think we're way stronger than we think we are. Yeah. She's like, how is he doing that? I think we're way stronger. Than-. I was like, yeah. You probably are, yeah. which makes you realize that, like, yeah, man, they they nerfed Loki in a, in a lot of the stuff, man. He is way stronger than we think he is. Uh, but yeah, man, great show. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, would you watch it again? I think I would. Yeah, oh. I'll probably watch it again right before season two comes out. You know what I mean? Just kind of right. refresh myself for sure. I feel like all these movies are going to affect it too, and I think we're gonna. I have to imagine we're gonna get. I don't know if we're going to get Ant-Man before Loki season two. When's Ant-Man coming out? Do you know? Mm, ended next year, I think. I mean, so maybe. Yeah. We might see Kang in a movie before we see Kang in Loki season two. True. True. Cool. All right, man. On the Black Widow. Let's get it. Oh, how many, uh, how many, how many Loki variants out of five are you giving the Loki show? How many horns? Do we rate the shows on the same level as the movies? I don't know. Do we? I say we not. I say we if we did before we stop that, we put the shows in its own bracket, and I'm gonna give it five. Yep, I give it a five too. Matt, right, cool. Bet. All right, Black Widow. Black Widow. Okay. Scarlett Johansson. She's back. Tasha Romanoff. She's better than ever. This movie it was supposed to come out a long time ago, but we finally made got us it. wait. We finally got it. It's here. It was a pretty fucking solid movie. That's what I said. Yeah. It's not It's bad. not like the best Marvel movie, no, but it's solid. It's, it's not. good. It's worth watching. It definitely is. I will say, I think one of the biggest flaws of this movie, right off the bat, is the fact that it came out too late. I think this movie, even from when they originally had it to be released, I think it would have been better if it came out even earlier than that. Like, if this movie came out like right after Civil War, been perfect. Place. So you would have liked it if it was like in order of it happening. Kinda. I mean, not necessarily. It could have came out. It even could have came out like between Infinity War and Endgame, and I think it would have worked. Why do you feel that way? Because first of all, knowing that she's already dead in the larger universe. It doesn't like put a damper on the movie, but it does just make you feel like, well, whatever happens to you here, it doesn't really matter. Like, you're dead. I agree, but I mean, how often does this main character die in the movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and I mean, I knew she wouldn't, and that was that was the other. Like, I know you're not gonna like the stakes. Nothing. The weight of like it doesn't feel like anything. Like even even if she sustained some kind of crazy energy energy. Ener- injury right it just would have been like well i know you're gonna be okay so it's true like for example in civil war when Rhodey falls from the sky because the arc reactor is blown out of his suit right he hits the ground we know he's alive but we don't know what kind of damage he's sustained and then towards the end of the movie we see him with the braces on his legs and stuff like that held weight because i'm like yeah i know you're not gonna die but we're not sure what's going to happen to you. you True. I mean? Like, he could have been paralyzed from the waist down. The only way he could have been able to walk in the future is if he used an Iron Man suit kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, we just didn't know what the future held for him. 
We know what the future holds for Black Widow. It's her laying at the bottom of a cliff, bleeding from her head. So. That was unnecessarily graphic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this movie tells the line of unnecessary kind of edginess, if you ask me. But anyway, so, but still, solid movie. I mean, it felt like it was a part of the larger MCU, but it was still like a, like a self-contained story. You know what I mean? Right. Which I, I liked. I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Did you at any point feel like, you know, this 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 mission of yours would be a lot easier if you just like, you know, fucking call Steve? Like, where's Captain America at? Did you, did you feel like that at any point? Nah. Or did you think to yourself that. like, nah, she's got this? No, I didn't. Um, I actually like the fact that they didn't hide the fact that she's an Avenger, right? They brought up a bunch of times. I do like but, that they kept giving her shit about being an Avenger. Right. But yeah. where the time was, is really, who could she have called on? The only person she could have called on was Steve. Captain America. Yeah. Um, But the fact that Captain America was in hiding and they both just went off the grid and went to hiding, I felt like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fair enough. And she couldn't call on, you know, Hawkeye. Right. I was in jail. She couldn't call. I mean, on anybody. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Because I will say that, like, some of the... It's after we get, like, the first couple of Avengers movies, right? Some of the solo movies do kind of very much feel like, hey, why didn't you just call another Avenger? You know what I mean? Like, right. like why are you going through this by yourself? Or, like, where is everybody else at while this shit's going down? Like, but I think the fact that, like... But the stakes weren't insanely high. No, they weren't. And the fact that she was kind of like going into her own past, going into her own story. She's back in Russia kind of thing. Like it just. Right. I understood that like, yeah, there's no other Avengers around. Even aside from the fact of like when it took place. Like I get like, ah, yeah, okay. There's no other Avengers like yeah. here to help her. You know what I mean? So that made sense. I really enjoyed the characters in this one, though. Elena was my favorite. I, mean, I liked them all. I thought they were all. I actually thought this movie was pretty funny. It was unexpectedly funny, and the reason. So to me, again, Elena was a standout for me. Like she really was. I enjoyed her more in this movie than I did uh, Natasha. Honestly, dude, the scene where she goes. What is this thing you do when you're fighting <laughs> and you like with your hand and your hair and you like flip it and you, she's like, what? Is, what is that? A pole? Is it a fight pole? Dude, I was dying. I, was dying too. I left so hard. I was. I so rewinded. You're, you're a poser. You're yeah, a poser. It was like you're a poser. That's what you are. You're a poser. Like that shit was so <laughs> funny to me. And the fact that they kept it going, like they didn't overdo it, but they did it just enough. Where yeah. I was just like, yep. Yeah, this is still good. She does it later. She's like, that's yeah. ridiculous. She's she like, oh, this felt disgusting. I was just like, this is, I was like, this is great. It's just like, this is poser. She's like, who are you posing for? She's like, you fight as if everybody's watching you. She's like, I mean, yeah, she kind of, yeah. Because I didn't know where she was going with that. She's like, what is this thing you do when you just, you, with your hair and you flip it up? I, dude, I was, I was dying at that part. Man. I would say the, they really grasped the like this is a it's not a family but it is a fa- like they had a yeah. family dynamic that made it really funny absolutely absolutely i definitely and she definitely told her to stop slouching yeah 
Yeah. She's like, up, up. Like, so you're going to get a hunchy back. And then she's like, everybody shut up. And Yelena's like, I didn't even say yeah, anything. I didn't even say anything. That's definitely like what a sister would say. Like, I didn't even say anything. Like, why are you telling me to shut up? I didn't say nothing. So that, yeah, that was good. I did. I really liked the the dynamic between them and the family. The Red, Red Guardian was... It didn't do as much as I thought he was going to do, but... I didn't think it was going to do much, to be honest with you. No, I thought... I, I, I he thought, was there. He was there for a big chunk of comedy. He was. And I thought he'd get a bit more screen time. Or, you know what? Not more screen time. I thought he'd do, a, like I said, do a bit more. Why do you think this super soldier, like, got fat and gained weight, but, like, Steve doesn't? I mean, Steve consistently works out yeah but don't you think the super soldier serum would like well okay so we know it burns your metabolism very very quickly right and that's a part of what allows them to stay in shape the way they do but you gotta you gotta it's a different super soldier serum yeah i mean that's true i i guess that's the easiest russia you know trying to yeah duplicate it i guess that's the easiest explanation because in in captain america like there's a point where he's like i can't get drunk because my metabolism burns the alcohol too fast yeah and it's out of my system so i just it it doesn't work so if we were going by that logic then like he would never get to that kind of point because his metabolism even if he wasn't working out it would still be burning fat all the time but i mean yeah the easiest explanation would be different yeah, yeah, just a different super soldier serum would probably work differently. So I, I mean, they're that. also showing like in that prison scene, like you couldn't make those jumps either. Yeah, so he's or clearly like, like out of like, shape. Well, I, I mean, also you could argue that his serum is probably not as good as Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it is. It is kind of weird because like in that opening sequence, right? We see him like flip that whole trailer almost as if it's like, yeah, you're like nothing. Oh, shit, this dude's strong. Yeah. And then he's like running down this train and he seems to just be running at normal speed. And I'm like, when are you going to kick in like your super soldier <laughs> speed? Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, so I, I don't know. You got that generic brand stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Just, I guess just so. Not quite the same. It's just real, real kind of up and down. Um, but so I have heard a few people compare this movie heavily to the winter soldier i've heard that too yeah it's very winter soldiery it's fine winter soldier is a solid movie it is i mean one of the best i'd say yeah so i mean i i get it it does follow similar beats i mean it even like blatantly like references the winter soldier right you right. know what i mean it's like like it's kind of like the same thing like the winter soldier program like it's just I mean, they stole brainwashing the, the brainwashing thing from the Winter Soldier program. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's just kind of like, you could almost look at this as like uh, a continuation of like the Winter Soldier versus just like a movie that's trying to do its own thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it, make, it makes more sense to me that way of like, no, this is obviously stuff that we established in the Winter Soldier is, is present in this movie and we're just going to kind of like continue that 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 makes more sense to me than just being like oh yeah this movie just tried to copy the winter soldier like i don't think that's the case yeah i think they know what they're doing over there you know what i mean right but i will say that out of a lot of the marvel movies almost all there were a couple moments in this movie that 
just felt real edgy to me. Fact and that, I forget, uh, like, don't forget that, like, this is a Disney movie, technically, right? Like, it's right. It's Disney Marvel. And there were a couple things in here where I'm just like, that is not I mean, Black Widow Disney appropriate. Was gonna kill a child. I. That's one of them. The other thing was the whole ovaries conversation. Do you remember that? I remember. I, that I was, mean, they already kind of hinted at that once. Though. Yeah, they did, they but th- it was detail. it was so like in your face. You know what though? But I, I wanted them to do that. I wanted them to explain more what happened to them. Yeah, and like don't 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 misunderstand me. I don't have a problem with it. It was just. It was unexpected to me, considering like I was watching this on Disney Plus. You know what I mean? True. Like, I remember the, when Disney Plus first came out, there there was a bunch of people showing clips from like previous Disney movies of like Disney censoring things that were never censored before. But now that they've been put on Disney Plus, they were censoring them. So like to see them go from that to something like this. I was just like, wow, that was pretty intense. Like even the the choking the pig scene was like, yeah. At first I thought the at first I thought they're straight up gonna kill that pig. It and seemed I was like, like it. what is happening? Yeah, I was like, are they murdering this pig? So yeah, between she's like, ah, oh, we could have could have let this go for ten more seconds. Between ten more seconds, <laughs> yeah. Between killing the little girl, that ovaries conversation, which again I was just like, she's like, yeah, they no, they get right up in there, they cut out your your uterus, your ovaries. You're fallopian too. I was just like, wow, okay. This is this is intense. Uh the 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 just got out of jail joke. Do you remember that one? He was Red Guardian was sitting at the table and he was like, he was like, I just oh, got out of jail, so you know I got a lot of energy. And I was just like, what is going on? And even Natasha's like, no, don't do that. And I was like, this what what's happening right now? They were not messing around with this. And they throw quite a few curse words out there. I mean, some of them are like in Russian, so you read the subtitle. Yeah. But still, like, I I feel like this is the first, uh, the first Marvel movie where they threw bitch in. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I know they've thrown damn in a couple, shit in a couple, ass in a couple. But I think this is the first one they moved to bitch. I was just like, okay. I mean, in reality, if they were making a Black Widow movie, they should have made a rated R. She's an assassin. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It would make sense. Because there were a couple scenes where I'm like, yeah, I feel like if this was rated R, she probably would have just killed that person. Yep. But it's not rated R, so she's not just going to kill that person. And you know what? I think that's what's cool about this uh, as well, is she's past the point where she doesn't want to kill people. Like, she's trying to save that other Black Widow. Yeah. I was like, all right, man, she's trying real hard to like not let anybody die. Yeah. Yeah. And I did I I like that character development of hers. Um Who okay. did they did they say who made because I have a guess, but I don't remember them actually saying who made the the cure for the um, brainwash thing. Yes, it was a an old uh like one of the older Black Widows. But we don't actually see that Black Widow. It's not the scientist that's the mom. No. It's it the, feels like it should be her. It's the one that Yelena killed in the beginning. I thought she says she got it from somebody. Nah, it was her, I'm pretty sure. I gotta rewatch that scene. I swear she says she got it from somebody. Nah, I'm pretty sure it was her. 
She right. killed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was her. That's why she took the the antidotes. Right. I thought one black widow gave this black widow the cure, but she says she got it from one of the old original black widows. I think she. Think the old black widows would have looked older, and this was not like an older. But widow. none of them really looked older. Like even no, like their, look older. I mean, kinda. But I think for the age that they were, that she was supposed to be, versus like what she looked like, she looked a lot younger than what she, the age she was actually supposed to be. Okay. So yeah, I think that's what happened. But I could be wrong. Who knows? A lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff. Taskmaster was very disappointing. <laughs> First of all, I. She was alright. I had I, I liked I've, being able to see, like I could tell what who she was mimicking in her fight scenes. I like the fact, but that that's it was the thing. She me. had like two fight scenes. One of them. So the best fight scene she had was the the very first one she had with Natasha. I enjoyed that one. I was like, okay, this she feels like a real threat. Like we see the shield, we see we see her moves. Natasha did the like spin around your head thing and she was completely prepared for that and she like flipped her. I was like, okay, cool, cool. But yeah, like when she was fighting Red Guardian, I was they they cut away from it so much that it was just like punch here, punch there, cut away, come back, punch, punch, cut away, come back, punch, kick, cut away, come back. And I'm just like, can we just see this fight? Like what's yeah. happening? I agree they could have showed much more of that. Fight. Yeah, and then the the final scene where they're like falling through the sky, they didn't really fight all that much. Like she just kind of like dove into her and then she kind of knocked her out on the ground. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that much of a fight. Yes, one of the videos I watched afterwards was showing that like you could tell that she's already resisting her control. Yeah, I mean, I and get her, that. Uh, because the first fight scene with um, Black Widow, her mask is like calculating things for her. And right. that's glitching. You can see in that last fight scene, too. Oh, gotcha. Like I, the predictive part is kind of disappearing. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, and I, you know, I saw the reveal of who she was coming from like a mile away. Yeah. Cause again, I thought it's funny because in that moment I'm like, this is a Disney movie. There's no way they're going to say she killed the little girl. Like it's just not going to happen. Like that little girl's not dead. You know, I didn't realize, like I forgot that Loki says that to her in Avengers one. Says what? Uh, about her killing Dracoff's daughter. Does he? Yeah. That scene when he's in the prison and they're talking. Right. I know that. He mentions he's like, like after, how He's like, can you wipe away all that blood? Draco's daughter. Is that what he says? Yeah. I've seen clips afterwards show you. And it's crazy because I feel like when I first watched that, I thought he was saying that she was Draco's daughter. Like is the way I took it. Huh. But like now it's like, oh, like Loki knew that like Black Widow killed a little girl. Even though it didn't really have it. That's crazy. I need to watch that now. I had no yeah. idea. Are you serious? Completely serious, man. Get the fuck out of here. That's crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. So Taskmaster, kind of a letdown. Like I said, the reveal wasn't surprising to me. I saw it coming from a mile away. I kind of figured it. And yeah, the fights were just kind of underwhelming. And then at the end of it all, it was just like... 
she was over it. She was just like, oh, okay, well, thanks for saving me. And I was just kind of like, she should kind of still want to kill you. Like, you still tried to kill her. I mean, she just got her mind free for the first time and, like, since she was a little kid. Yeah, I mean, I get that. So, I don't know. Still, I mean, I think all the villains, classic Marvel formula, just the villains aren't very... I mean, I think Draco's kind of stupid. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I didn't particularly like you any know what, of the You know what, if villains. he was able to replicate a super soldier serum, why wasn't he given to his widows? You know what I mean? Yeah. And why did he stop using the one super soldier that he had? Just let him be in prison? Why didn't he make him more? Because he had his widows, man. But why wouldn't you make them super soldiers? I don't I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't make, make doesn't no. make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Super soldiers can hide in plain sight. Yeah, 100%. But like you could, oh, that person's got, no, you can't tell. Yeah, true. Very true. Very, very true. All right, man. So I've had people ask the question after watching this movie. Of course, they... You know, they, they come to us, they ask us questions with the experts, or so we like to claim to be, right? Right. How strong is Black Widow? Because this movie made it seem like she was fucking Wonder Woman at moments. <laughs> wasn't that bad. It wasn't quite that bad. But there are some moments where you're just like, stop it. There's no way. Like what? <sighs> Other than the, the scene. The falling scene. Which one? The out uh, the from the yeah, I mean that's, sky. That was ridiculous. But other than that one, before before that, the other falling scene where they're on that little, they're going from building to building. Her and her sister. Oh, and she fell. On and she just things. fell. You know what the craziest part about? She landed on her feet. Well, superhero landings, man. It wasn't, dude. She hit like four, <laughs> <laughs> like vi- like air conditioning ducts on the way down and then landed on her feet she knows how to fall stop it sean <laughs> listen to me listen you wanted me to answer the question i'm saying that she knows how to fall it's the there's answer I'm no going way with. she should have landed on her feet and then continued to move listen the first thing they teach you in uh acrobatics is how to fall yeah not as you're banging into a bunch of other stuff they may teach you how to fall, a free fall. They teach you how to, like, you know, brace for it so you can, you, like, spread out the impact so it doesn't do as much uh, Yeah, I, I don't, and... I feel like you're making that up, Sean. I mean, I'm trying to answer the question, Nick. What do you want from me? <laughs> it doesn't make sense, Nick. Right, is that it what you want to hear? It doesn't make, it doesn't make any, any sense. sense. She was, she was, yeah, they were definitely stretching out. I mean, they basically made it seem like at times she was a super soldier, but she's not. They should have just made her one. They yeah, I mean they could have. It it would have definitely made these types of things easier to explain if she was just a super soldier for sure. Right. Because they basically explain all the things. Make She's her made it through all these Avenger movies. She was a super soldier. Yeah, they make it seem as though because she can stand next to him, right? She can stand next to a super soldier. Um, and again, I I love how they kept giving her shit about like an Aven- being an Avenger or whatever. Like right. I like when her sister says like. I mean, it's kind of in the name, isn't it? Like, Draco kills you. They send one of the big Avengers to avenge you. Like What's the, the big Avengers? <laughs> she's like, I don't think the, the god with the hammer needs aspirin. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's good. He, I mean, he doesn't. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny that they do stuff like that to make you, you know, very aware of her own mortality and, like, that she's a human body. 
But then they throw off a roof. She bangs into a bunch of AC ducks and then just lands on her feet and keeps on moving like nothing happened. It's like, jeez. <laughs> That's pretty intense. Um, but yeah, so for those who are wondering, no, Black Widow does not have a super soldier serum. She didn't have a super soldier serum in the comic books. The only thing that they've given her in the comics is kind of like a biological enhancement to like enhance her healing ability so she does heal faster nowhere near the level of like wolverine or deadpool or even captain america himself who has a full super soldier serum but she can heal like four times faster than the average human being but that's about it other than that it's just she's super skilled she just knows how to yeah just just her training man the, was the the falling from the sky scene did that feel believable to you because that scene didn't feel too bad to me like i i felt like i mean for i get in, in comic books sure but like you know in reality no way now oh yeah no but i mean as a comic book movie, yeah yeah, yeah it, it, it felt fine to me like she jumped off the first time to save her sister she strapped the parachute onto her she let it go yeah like, I mean, people in real life have done that. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's, that doesn't seem that unbelievable. It was, I guess it's the other part that people have a problem with, where she's just, like, free-falling and she's bouncing from uh, platform to platform of the building. Again, that didn't seem that unbelievable to me. I guess the, the most unbelievable aspect of that is she opens Taskmaster's parachute maybe, like, 30 feet before they hit the ground and yeah like, and then they're fine yeah it's like mm, you still gonna hit that ground pretty damn hard like there's yeah. no way that parachute is slowing down your impact that much at that low of an altitude um but yeah other than that i like the action did you like the action in this movie yeah i thought it was good that's it you just thought it was good I mean, again, there wasn't like Taskmaster was like the main fighting villain and wasn't that great the scene where you see you know Black Widow taking down all the other widows is kind of cool. And I was like, man, at first I was like, there's no way in hell she's going to take them all down, right? And then like, all right, now now she's getting her ass beat, okay? Yeah. That's realistic. So I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, mean, I think you kind of nailed, nailed it on the head when we... Because realistically, we didn't see the Red Guardian have any real fights. No. Which I was, again, a, a bit disappointed about. Like, I wanted to right. see him do like a... Have like a, like he tussled with Taskmaster, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, they should have gave him some real fights. Yeah, I wish they would have. But hey, they Marvel did one of their classic Marvel moves where they did a little switcheroo from the trailer. Because in the trailer, in that final scene where she's falling, she's in her white suit. But in the movie, we know that she switched the suit with her mom, so she's actually in the black Black Widow suit. I was like, ah. You guys. Yeah, you fucking... On your shit. You slick bastards. Go ahead and doing a little CGI magic for the trailer as you normally do. All right, cool. Last thing is the after credit scene, man. Did you watch it? You saw it. I saw saw it. it. What did you think about it? Because I'm going to tell you what I thought about it, but you tell me what you thought about it first. I I liked it. Yeah. Um, You know, it's super clear now that, uh, you know, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld is going to go ahead and make her own team. Seems like it. Is that what you think? I've heard a bunch of stuff. People saying Dark Avengers. They're saying other stuff. 
Yeah, they're saying I don't know all the names of these Marvel teams. I heard they're thinking Thunderbolts. Maybe, there it is. That's what I was thinking. Is that the one that's like the Suicide Squad for Marvel? Mm, no, there's the, another one's like that too. The Thunderbolts are basically just um. Okay, so which one's the one that's led by uh, Norman Osborn? Norman Osborn is that the, the Dark Avengers? That's the Dark Avengers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely making some type of team, and I think that's cool. Like, it's following the same kind of formula as the first phase, right? Instead of Samuel Jackson, now we got her. But this team seems to me like it's going to be, you know, not an Avengers team, but like a... I mean, it'd be cool if it was like a evil team. It would be. You know what? So what's crazy about that after credit scene is that it did bring me back down to the fact that, like, she is dead in the universe. You know what I mean? Because for a second, I forgot. Right. And then I see her, and of course, first off, I'm like, I'm happy. I'm like, oh, she got her dog. She said she wanted a dog. She got her dog. That's great, right? She's going to her grave. At first, I was gonna, I was thinking that she was going to uh, Black Widow's mom's grave. I thought maybe she had found it, and I was like, oh, okay, because it said uh, buried under a tree. Right, movie. exactly. Right. But then it said. Um, daughter sister avenger and i was like oh of course like she is dead i forgot like it would make sense and then yeah then she shows up and she's like i know who killed your sister here's your new target and it's hawkeye so clearly yelena is gonna have a pretty big role in the hawkeye series sounds cool to me yeah i'm imagining they're gonna do like a they fight for a bit and then they make up and then they're friends and then they work together to take down somebody else but like i said i really enjoyed her character in the show so you imagine if i'm happy was, to see uh, more u.s agent and her like that's the villains of this hawkeye they're both just hunting down hawkeye that would be intense yeah that'd be i don't really think they're intense. gonna go that route but that'd be that'd be pretty cool yeah that would be cool i like that um anything else budapest 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 what do you think it is budapest Yes, with the T for sure. Yeah, Budapest. Uh, how was that anything like the first Avengers movie? I don't know. I have no idea. Hulk guy was on the money. He's saying that you know he remembers it very different. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But uh, um, but it's cool we to still don't even what that mission the, was. Yeah, I mean we still don't even have all the details of it. But yeah, but it was all about taking down the Red Room. True, true. And they hid out in that little place. That was cool. I, mean, I guess we should talk about how. That scene, I guess it was kind of cool to see her break the nerve, but man, the whole pheromone thing seems super ridiculous to me. It does. I agree. Him as a villain was stupid. It was. He was. All right. we, yeah. I mean, we already said it was stupid, so it's fine. All right. You ready to talk about our close call for this episode? Let's do it. All right. Close call, man. Should the MCU continue to do prequels slash like these standalone movies? Personally, don't feel like I need to see any more prequels. I get that. We should cut that out. I get that. Right? We already did it with Captain Marvel, and now we've done it with Black Widow. Yeah. Let's go ahead and put an end to this. So, yeah, in in the same vein, like, again, like I said, I feel like one of the biggest flaws of this movie is just the time in which it came out. I feel like it should have been a bit closer to, like, its chronological order been so late and like don't get me wrong i know with covid and everything we the movie got delayed so it felt even later but like they should have just done this movie sooner 
And yeah, because of that, it does. We've gotten so far, man. Like after seeing Infinity War and Endgame, it's hard to just kind of see a movie a a prequel and b a movie that just kind of like doesn't have anything to do with like the rest of what's going on you know like really the only thing that has to do with the larger mcu from that movie is the after credit scene right and like one of the best things marvel has going for them is their continuity is that continuation is that like you're watching each movie with the idea of like this is might play into what comes next even with their shows now they're doing the same thing so it's like we don't yeah we don't i don't feel like we really need to see these anymore like anything less than some kind of team-up movie i feel like it's just not necessary yeah i think standalone movies need to have a little some extra to it and uh like i feel like we're gonna we're gonna run into this again with shang chi being a standalone movie i feel like it's not gonna have that much short of the fact we haven't talked about this in the podcast but short of the fact that abomination is being brought back from way back from the hawk movie right it's gonna be in this movie but if that's their only real connection it's gonna be another very standalone movie yeah it's gonna and fall it, short for me for that reason. yeah i get that it's gonna feel pretty disconnected from the larger universe in that case I mean, there are. I feel like there can be exceptions, like the Eternals. I'm hoping though that they use the Eternals as a way to address a lot of the stuff. They they've already shown in the trailer that they're talking about the Avengers and that it takes place after, like w- the events of Endgame or whatever. Because there's a joke that they make of like, who's gonna run the Avengers now that Cap and Tony's gone or whatever, and he's like, I will. Blah blah blah. Um. But even still, that's like an ensemble movie. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, to see just like the solo character with the wacky sidekick and just kind of, yeah, it, it they seem a bit underwhelming at this point. And I know for some people they like that, right? It's like a breath of fresh air. It feels just like we could take a breath, kind of like after Endgame, we got uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. And some people really liked that it. it was just kind of like smaller scale and it just wasn't big and it was just mostly him which i think for that it worked but also but it was helpful having samuel jackson true nick fairy slash uh what's his name scroll yeah um i forgot his name too but the other thing but having them in there helps. yeah the other thing you got to keep in mind is like it's, it's spider-man you know what i mean like true spider-man is one of the most popular superheroes in the world so I mean, they're making all these movies on just his villains alone. Yeah, so like that's it's kind of different for him. It's more for the 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 lower tier characters where you're just like, do we do we need this? And that's why I kind of like that they had transitioned to like TV because it's like we don't. And even the TV shows, they're like, no, nah, they're all gonna play into it's bigger the universe. larger yep. universe. And I like that so far they use they've used the TV shows to. Not only build upon existing characters, but also maybe introduce smaller characters or build upon smaller characters that we didn't think had a big role. Like in WandaVision, they they really build on Monica Rambeau's story. Like I really enjoyed that, right? right? That they're doing something with that. So that was cool. So yeah, like having these, like Black Widow, I enjoyed as a movie. I thought it was solid. But yeah, I don't think we really need any more movies like that great all right how many uh 
Black Widow spiders out of five? I'm going to say eight because spiders have eight legs. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, huh. I give it... Give it a... <laughs> I don't know. It's tough, man. Because like, I want to say like a four, but then I feel like if I say a four, I'm putting it in the same... I was going to go three and a half. Yeah, I'm thinking something like that too. Would you put it in like the upper tier of Marvel movies or like the lower tier of Marvel? Like... The top half of the bottom half. Mid towards upper. Yeah. Definitely in the mid. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's, a, it's better than, it's definitely better than some. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You got anything else? No, I think that's it, man. All right, guys. You can reach us at Close Calls Pod. You can write us on uh, Gmail. Yep. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can you hit us it. up on Facebook, uh-huh. Instagram. Yeah. Let us know yeah. what you thought of Black Widow. Let us know what you thought of Loki. What are you looking most forward to next? Uh, we got some DC stuff coming up. We got some more Marvel stuff coming up. Yeah, I mean, what if is the next show? What if is yeah coming out uh, beginning of August. Yeah. Which again, we're also gonna be getting Suicide Squad, uh, and then apparently Hawkeye is supposed to be later this year. Um. So yeah, man, exciting stuff. I mean, it's just it's nice to be getting back into like this rotation of. Like Marvel movies and shows and all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it feels good to be back here. I agree. Missed it. Yeah. Like, man. We're back. All these delays and shit. It's great, man. So, yeah. Did you see they're going to make an animated uh, Injustice movie? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That actually sounds pretty damn good. I know. Yeah. We didn't uh, We didn't end up doing an episode about it before our listeners would know. We did watch the first half of... Uh, Batman and Long Halloween. Long Halloween. It's boring you. as fuck. Yeah, it's super boring. It's super, like, in I mean, terms hopefully part of, two ends up being good. But hopefully. Part one was brutal to watch. Man, it's rough. And That's I why mean, we didn't do the episode. Maybe if I had read the comic, I'd have more appreciation for the movie, but. I'm sure the comic's great. I'm going to read the comic eventually. Yeah. I hear the comic is legit one of the best Batman stories out there, but this movie did not make you want to believe that. Yeah, not at all. At all. And I mean, DC animated movies usually are solid that one one, was not nah not 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 a fan but hey whatever anyway yeah let us know what you thought of loki what you thought of black widow did you see batman the long halloween part one let us know what you thought about that or just any other general thoughts ideas questions concerns or um suggestions you may have for us feel free to reach out to us uh, any of the ways that Sean told us to do. And uh, hey, we really appreciate you guys listening to this. Uh, we know that there are a lot of other podcasts you could be listening to. So thanks for making time for ours. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.